to the Technesthetic Podcast. My name's Eric, and this is Randy. Hello. This is the Tech Podcast, dude. We got tech topics today. Not really, uh, but the big we one. We have tech topics. We always, we always do. We'll talk about the big one, which is Sony buys Bungie, the original makers of Halo, yeah. and the current developers of Destiny and Destiny 2 and all that Destiny franchise stuff. So, yeah, we'll talk about that because that's probably the biggest news that we got, and then we'll just talk about whatever we want, dude. Yeah, because this podcast, is our podcast, right? Dude. right, dude. That's the beauty of having your own podcast. It's like, it is. No one tells you what to do, dude. This is our box. We do whatever we want here. But we say we goes it goes in our box. <laughs> exactly, dude. Um, yeah, dude. Where do you want to start, man? You just talked about how you lost thirteen pounds. That's kind of huge. I did lose thirteen pounds, man. And like, uh, it's it, it's bizarre, right? Because like every girl I've talked to about it is like really upset with me like it's like it's my fault that i lost 13 pounds, oh my right? god were they jealous i guess man oh like, my god all, so like for those of you who don't know like all of my friends come over on saturday nights and we basically just kind of get together sometimes we play board games sometimes we play video games and we just sit around and drink copious amounts of beer and when i say like copious amounts of beer like we probably we could probably polish off a case in a night Okay. So like 24 beers between like three or four guys. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Adds up. Uh, I, I drink a lot of New England IPAs. So okay. like 270 Are those heavy or... to 400 calorie beers. Okay. Um. So, so yeah. So like uh, I... <laughs> so you cut back. And a half weeks gonna... now. Okay. Yeah. And I just weighed myself and I'm down 12.9 pounds. Dude, that's I, nuts. And like, and like, I'll be completely honest with you guys. Like I, I, I'm lazy. Like I didn't work out. I didn't change my diet. I didn't do anything else except I just stopped drinking beer on Saturdays. Wow. <laughs> that's huge. Though. Yeah. That's yeah. a big difference. I yeah. mean, you know, when I was young, it was like that. I, except I cut back on all soda, you know, I used to drink quite a bit. Yeah. And then like, this is when I was like young anyway. So like I kind of shot up in high school. Sure. And this was like, I was kind of chubby and then I stopped uh, drinking soda, like cold Turkey. And then like cold Turkey quit. Uh, dude. Yeah. Like if I did drink one, it would what be was like your, a diet uh, one or whatever. What was your drug of choice? Like what, what soda did you drink? When dude? I was younger, it was like Coke, you know, just really? like, uh, yeah. Mountain Dew though um, is like where it's at. I like kind of like, I really like Mountain Dew and stuff. Gamer yeah, fuel, dude. you know, dude, Mountain Dew was so good. Speaking of Mountain Dew, um, my, uh, my boys came over on Sunday for a D and D campaign, like oh, our first nice. one where I was the DM. But like, uh, uh, Sean brought over like a whole bunch of Code Red because like he wanted to just relive his childhood. So like he oh, literally yeah, was just the, slamming Code stuff, Red the dude. entire time. And like that stuff is bad, dude. There is like seventy six grams of sugar in one bottle of Code Red. Ooh. That's like two sodas. Yeah, that's insane. That's way yep. not worth it. Yeah, that's yeah. A, I can't. I can't of, down soda, that, dude. dude. <laughs> that's too much. A lot of soda. So you, <clears throat> so you did play D and D. It was it in person, huh? It wasn't. It it was an in person. Roll the dice. Click clack. You know, oh, World wow. series of dice event. Uh, yeah, impressive. Uh, Impressive. Yeah. So, like, who did you have like a pre made like game, like a one shot campaign that you found, uh, or did you build it? Like, how um, did it... this is my first time building it. So, I so I am doing a campaign on rails. Uh, however, it went off the rails really quickly when our party <laughs> decided to fight a level three Manticore, which has triple attack. Oh so my god! Those Take of you who play D anD D, you probably know what that means. But um, those of you who don't, uh, I, I don't know. It just attacks three times in a turn, and it oh, has no. its tail has a range of two hundred feet. So, oh, what the fuck? You're done. You're done. Yeah. <laughs> so you wrecked them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. See, you know yeah. what's funny? We have go we ahead. have a warlock who has an insatiable an insatiable desire for carnal nature. We have a bard, 
and a paladin, and the paladin uses a two-handed halberd. Okay. And, and uh, his name is 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 a uh, Henry Albert Denisius, and he <laughs> signs himself Hal A. Din. So. Oh my God. There you go. That's beautiful. That's pretty funny, man. There like, you go, dude. So let me ask you this, dude. So, it did, if people die, have it? Has anyone died? Like any characters died? Everyone. Like, everyone everyone died, died. So it was a everyone's white. Died. What do you guys do in that case? Because like, so because you, it was so early in the campaign, like yeah. everyone was level one. Everyone had their starting items. Just restart. They were literally just going to. They were literally just going to, basically, just use their same character sheets and just make like Hal A. Dim the second. Okay. Um, yeah. The Infinity so, Blade. Right. So, <laughs> so, so the only thing I did was um, the Manticore had like sixty-eight health, right? And they mm-hmm. got him down to twenty-seven. Okay. So I just assumed that uh, we just assumed for argument's sake that they got the Manticore to like negative three. Like okay. I just, I just set his health pool to like, uh, like thirty-eight. Right. You know? And then, okay. and then that would have been a kill because, like, obviously, if it was like later on the campaign, that would have been a different story. But it was literally the first encounter. Okay, yeah, it's kind of funny because we're, uh, you know, we have a D and D group too, and whenever we have like major deaths, because um, it's always up to the uh, dungeon master, like how we want to do them. Because sure, you know, I like the more hardcore. Like if you're dead, you you miss your saving rolls or whatever. Like you're the dead. Three saving rolls. Yeah, yeah you, you're dead, dude. Like because I like done. stakes. You're I done, like stakes. Dude. And uh, I like but, steaks too, dude. Medium rare. <laughs> medium rare is the way, dude. So, <laughs> but like a lot of people don't like medium rare. They want to live, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, some people, uh, you know, were not happy to die. I know that, uh, especially because they they kind of got attached to their characters and then they die and then it's like you know sure. And sure. so, like I know when we were doing, I think a Curse of Strahd or some other campaign, and like. The, uh, you know, somebody was upset they died and then we found a way to like bring us back to life or whatever, okay. Uh, okay. you okay. know, so we kind of did that, but like, you know, and since, you know, they did it for him, I was like, well, yeah, might as well keep, you know, I'll be alive too. Keep the train running. He gave dude. us a, 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 ch- a choice, you know, cause I could have okay. re-rolled a character and kept going as right, a different right. character. But I was like, no, I kind of want to, I'll, I'll keep my character too. If you're going to keep somebody else alive, keep me sure. alive too. And so we worked it out. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm building a campaign right now. Uh, oh, and oh, you know, I've yeah, yeah, because like my friends have done it, right? Like I've had uh, friends build one sure, shots sure. where it's like, okay, it's just gonna be one session, or like a shorter kind of short story format where it's like a, a couple, okay. Uh, okay, like a couple sessions. Uh, but like, I want to do a campaign like eventually. But I think what I'll do is start off smaller and just build something that's like a session, like maybe okay. two sessions worth. Of content because uh, I want to kind of do world building, you know. I think that's kind of fun, you know. It is a lot of like, fun, isn't it, dude? It um, is. Uh, it's there's a uh, there's a YouTube channel that I've been watching, and like it's like a, it's a relatively smaller YouTube channel. Uh, it's called Bob the World Builder, and it's basically all about like D and D campaigning and being a DM. And that stuff. sounds good. so good, dude. Good. And yeah. I, that's right up my alley right now because like I'm just now getting into the what the world building that, and stuff. Yeah. What is it? I, I, what alley is that, dude? Like world building? Yeah. Well, no. Like, yeah, right now, because I'm I'm yeah. kind of itching for content, right? All right. For around this topic. Sure. Um. So, and I want to. I don't want to make common mistakes. You know, like I'm always somebody that wants to be well researched and whatever they're doing. Well read, dude. Well read. So I want to make sure. I don't want to. Yeah, I want to be learned, dude. Dungeon master, dude. Learned. Well, think about it, right? Like, there's so many like little <laughs> things that you can get out of. 
Uh, just doing like a quick r- amount of research on a topic, right? Like sure, you can like sure. imagine going to a subreddit for the first time and like I went to the this is off topic on topic because we're talking about just like learning, but like I went to uh, it was like the uh, chef knives uh, subreddit and I was like reading all about like fancy chef knives. Oh, dude, that's a rabbit hole. Like I, it is. I, I, for those of you who don't know, like I'm super into uh, like pocket knives. Yes, like uh, I have like. Uh, I have two Benchmades and I really want to get like a Protec knife, I think next. Yeah. Uh, just to like, you know, have a different brand I right, guess, right. in the arsenal. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, Benchmade just started to dabble into kitchenware. Uh, oh my and God. Over the pandemic, like I was trying to like, to just to, to, like start cooking more. Cause like, I didn't want to always go out for food. Right. So like, I would right. like brave the storm. Like when no one knew what the pandemic was, right. Like I would go outside and I would be like, I'm going to buy all this food. So I only have to make one trip instead of like four. Right. Like, I, I'm going to learn how to cook shit. And like, Hell yeah. uh, I'll tell you right now, dude, like cheapo knives in the kitchen. They suck. They suck. Dude. They're real bad. Dude. They suck bad. They're real bad. I bought dude. a, uh, a well recommended. It was like $35, uh, chef's knife on Amazon. And it was like the perfect kind of like affordable, yeah, like multi-tool. Because like this bench made knife, dude. Oh, you, oh, you want to <laughs> show the chat, dude? Yeah, of course. So, okay, wow, this is fancy. So check this. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like just go through their kitchen, their uh, cutlery, their uh, cutlery. Let me really bring it quickly. Up, uh, we are now a knife channel. Oh my god, um, we god. are now a knife channel. Okay, it's out um, of stock. Dude. Well, that's a ten- that, that that's a limited edition one. Okay. I mean, like, I mean, like, if you look at it, it's Damascus. So steel, shop, right? and then hold on, just hold on. just go to cutlery up top. Okay, that's all the kitchen yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I just need a you could do view uh, all cutlery. Okay. Yeah, I see it. There you go. Yeah. Bench made. This is like your favorite knife. Yeah, this is my favorite dude. knife company, dude. Like they are the they meat are. crafter. Look at that. All right, and like on. you can customize everything about it, right? Like you can customize the tang, the blade, the handle. Yeah. Three piece uh, set. That's kind of is that carbon fiber, dude? It could be carbon fiber. Uh, In the picture, it's carbon fiber. Yeah. It could also be G10 scales, which is kind of okay. like carbon fiber. Uh, it's really popular in the knife world. It's like yeah, a good grip and it's hyper durable, but like. Uh, Table knife set. That's kind of nice. It comes with this box. Dude, it's really nice. Dude. Uh, hold on. I kind of want to really see nice. what this uh, single knife situation is here. Single table knife, dude. There you go, dude. Uh, <laughs> how much? I how think much they is even this let you pick set? your steel too. If I remember okay. correctly, they even let you pick your steel. I may be wrong on that for the cutlery, but they Built do for let adventure. you pick your steel. <laughs> table knife set. Go buy now. Click no, buy no, now. No, 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 no. Okay, hold on. This is table knives, right? So yeah, it's this not is like, like... This, is a, this is like a, a table knife. Okay, yeah. okay. So if I buy now on this on the set of four, right? Did I hit it? I don't know what you did. I swear I hit it. I, I don't did know something. Did. It's broken. Let's just say it's uh table knife set buy now. Do I have to, it doesn't do it. The buy now just takes me to the top of the page. It may be broken. It's dude, did they not want to sell? A they don't want to sell, dude. I want to sell. Who said dinner had to be boring? <laughs> Station knife. This one looks like a mean knife, doesn't it? It does, dude. It looks oh, really good, wow. though, doesn't it, dude? It looks really I nice. I mean, yeah, it looks like stonewashed mm-hmm. almost. What is that? I guess it's just... Uh, let's see how much this knife costs. Uh, it just jumps up, too. Unfortunate. Yeah, it seems like their configurator for the table knife stuff isn't working. Right, right. Yeah, um, but yeah, back to the, the knife thing. So, like, it's basically... How I was trying to say is, like, you can go down a rabbit hole in anything. Good. And, like... Yeah. 
So I like when it comes to world building and storytelling, you know, I've done like RPG maker stuff in the past. Have you ever sure. seen that? Yeah, yeah, I'm familiar with RPG Maker. Like, didn't they used to? Didn't they at one at one point in time get a get a, like a console release? Yeah, I had RPG Maker on the console <laughs> on the PlayStation. And PS2, so, right? Uh, well, they had a PS2 one, but even before that, really? I, yeah, they had a PS1. Went back that far. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they had That's a PS1 nutty. one, and it was it was wow. a lot easier than the PS2 one, which was too much for me. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, it was just like too much options. But the PS1 one was, like, dumb enough to where I could make, like, an actual game that, like, I had my friends play. And that was, like, the coolest thing ever. So world building has always been, like, a big thing for me. So I'll definitely check that out. You said it was uh, Bob the World Builder? Bob the World Builder. So I'm going to check that out. But I want to show you another uh, website that I discovered that's really neat. This is, like, a map generator, fantasy map generator. I want to show the podcast. It's called the Asgar... Uh, fantasy map generator it's on oh it's, uh yeah github it's pretty cool this is really really cool so this is just a randomly generated map you can hit new map and you'll get a new one and the cool thing about this is you can zoom right in and you got roads you got towns if you click on a town there's a city generator so it generated this town out of nowhere um Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, it tells you the population, the temperature. Like, there's different maps. This is the political sure. map. But then you have, like, cultural map, r- religious map, biomes religious map, map yeah. uh, height map. So that's just, you know, that's yeah. cool. You can actually see the 3D view of the map. So this is, like, the 3D view wow. here. And this is a good website. Height dude. scale. So you this can is, increase it. This is a good find. This is unbelievably cool tool that I'm using to kind of just flesh out a, a little bit of a world. Yeah. You can go into globe view so you can see kind of where you're at on your on a planet uh, or, you know, so that's kind of cool. Um, you can, yeah, there's everything. Places of interest, like it generates for wow. you if you want to use them where it talks about monsters are here. So this is a really kind of cool template. You can kind of decide what races you want and stuff. And then they have different styles, so you can export like your map as you know, you know, kind of like an ancient style map or something. Yeah. Um. You know, there's a lot of cool things you like. Look at this ancient map, dude. This looks cool as hell. Look at yeah, that. Dude, that looks that looks great, dude. Yeah. Wow. Wow, or you could really go cool. gloom style. Like this is such a cool tool. I'm kind of blown away at how good it is. Um, and I'm probably gonna end up using this in my little fantasy world because wow. I think yeah. it's it's super neat it as, is really as like neat. a good baseline really to make yeah. like a kind of realistic terrain and then I can build on top of it like where whatever it, towns I want yeah no it's really cool yeah. it's really cool so yeah I just wanted to talk about that because it's one of the cool little finds that I think is cool as hell but yeah I'm trying to build a campaign man it's probably going to be something I'd work on like casually over the course of a year sure and sure. then just uh and then put stuff together, make characters, and just see how far along I can get whenever I'm bored. But uh, yeah, man, maybe I'll invite you along to uh, play the campaign. Or roll some <laughs> dice, dude. Um, there, there actually is a piece of tech news I wanted to talk about. It just came to me, dude. Let, okay, um, well, this is a tech podcast. Yeah. Uh, and, and we talk Nvidia, about that. NVIDIA has said that uh, the uh, 3090 Ti or the 3090 Ti, we would, uh, would have information like more information, concrete information by the end of the month. Okay. And we are in February and they have said nothing. Wow. 
Okay, so, so what's happening with that? Uh, people are just speculating that uh, <clears throat> it's... I, I, I mean, this is like really tinfoil hat stuff, right? But people are saying that like right. the proposed specifications of it, the Founders Edition like stuff can't handle the... Can't dissipate the uh, oh my gosh. the heat. Wow. So so like they're saying that that like there the, the, there are certain ships that obviously don't run that hot, right? Like uh, silicon lottery and stuff. But like to reach production on the founders level cards, apparently the founders edition cooler can't dissipate that much thermal demand. And didn't they that's transition? Just like that's kind of what I just read in um in a uh, like a bunch of port okay. uh, a bunch of posts on like hard form and stuff. So real quick, uh, so, so, so it's honestly just speculation, but that's what people are saying. But the founder cards, they don't have blower style anymore, right? Mm-mm. I'm pretty sure they're like the uh, they got the two fans on them. Right? They do. They have two fans on them, but it has like that smaller PCB. Yeah, it's and not it like the like, fat boy, like the right, right. So for it the wind like, card. So like, if you look at like a Strix, right? Mm-hmm. A Strix has like, oh my god, like like my 3090 Strix. I think it has what a 10 phase <sighs> or like a 12 phase choke. Yeah, you can't fit that many phases on the thirty ninety founders edition board because it's that little V, right? Right. So the ones they have to use are are, are I guess beefier, okay. and they are just not handling it well. Apparently. Oh wow! Uh, again, this is really like super tinfoil hatty stuff because I got it from like a third party, yeah, uh, not from a confor- confirmed source. <clears throat> but that's apparently what's going on is that they're having trouble with the in house thirty ninety Ti's because they want to keep the same cooler design and form factor. Okay. Uh, but they're running out of board PCB space, so they have to use less efficient, uh, like VRMs and chokes, uh, because the board just isn't physically big enough. So what's this card? Who's this card for, dude? Uh, it's because the 6900 XT is now the top card on 3D Mark. Wait, my guess. is that true? Yeah. What? Yeah, someone got a 6900 XT at, uh, at stable at 3.1 gigahertz. Oh my And it my took God. the highest score and it, it, it beat the 3090. Yeah, but I still don't see how that's competition because, like, the 3090 still has, like, RTX and, and other um, NVIDIA quirks that AMD just doesn't So there's got. twofold, right? So, like, if you look at 3D Mark and then you go to the Hall of Fame. Okay. Um, If you click on, I think it's, what is it? Uh, Time Spy Extreme. Is, is it Extreme or is it? Well, I'll pull it up here. So I Time have Spy, the, It's Time Spy Graphics Score. Time Spy Extreme graphics no, score? non-extreme. Okay. Uh, I see it. All right. Yeah, 6900 XT. Yeah, it but it's in Crossfire. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I guess like so are the uh, 3090 yeah. ones, right? Yeah. I don't even know why we have Crossfire Bench. Well, it's one of those things that's like it exists because 3D Mark supports the uh, DirectX 12 multi-GPU. So oh, if it can be cool. done, people will do it, right? So, so if it is this, is this with without a bridge? Then yeah, it's yeah, it's without a bridge. It's like um, since like Ashes I've, of the Singularity does it that way. So yeah, like if you I've had done two thirty nineties. Yeah, you could get two thirty nineties running in Ashes of the Singularity. Can't you? Can't you use two completely different GPUs with uh, DirectX twelve multi GPU? So. Yeah, I, I think so. you can, dude. I, I, I not that you, you would want to do that for like. Right. For multiple, I think you have reasons. some issues with like memory bandwidth, like bumping down to the lowest spec card, right? Uh, but I theoretically think you can, okay? Uh, yeah, yeah, so it's cool. It's uh, okay, so wow, that's pretty nutty, dude. Yeah, I mean, so is that what you think? That so the 3090 tie, well, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's a threefold 
attack, okay? okay? Sure. So, like, this card, or this setup, because it's Crossfire setup, taking the top spot and time spy graphics, like, if you look, at it, it doesn't have the top spot in Extreme uh, graphics score. It doesn't have the top spot in Port Royal. It only has it in time spy normal. But, like, that's still something, I guess, right? Yeah, um, but what, isn't that because of what? Like, that would be, normal would be, like, a CPU partially, right? Uh, like, on, these have Xeons. That's it's nuts. hard to tell because I would say no. This one has an i9. I would say no because, uh, just because of how 3D Mark is rendered, right? Uh, well, it's doing the graphics one, right? So, it's yeah. basically trying to eliminate non-graphical Bottleneck. bottlenecks. Yeah. Is this, like, a memory thing? Like, a... It could be. It yeah. could be. Uh, so, it's kind of like a... Like I said, I th I think there's three reasons. Excuse me, why why the 3090 Ti exists. Yeah. The first and major driving factor is obviously greed, right? So if the 3090 is already a cut down die, right, and just through the process of making uh chips, you know, ma you know, like making silicon, they're going to have perfect dies. Okay. okay. So why would they take a perfect die and disable cores? And then sell it for a 3090 MSRP when for all intents and purposes, they could sell it for a premium and make more money. Right. So, so that's now the, the 3090 has kind of been uh, in production long enough that every, I can almost guarantee you that they're shady enough that every single perfectly binned 3090 die, every perfect, like what was it? M MV302 or whatever that came off. Yeah. They've just been pulling off the assembly line. Yeah. So like, so like if, if like report came out that they were doing that and they were like knowingly holding cards from consumers after saying that to like build this inventory for the 3090 TI, I wouldn't be surprised. And it's I don't scummy. think anyone would be surprised. No. You know, so like, I think that's the first driving factor is obviously greed. Uh, I think the second largest factor is AMD has been pushing, pushing out rumors of releasing a 6800 XTX and a 6900 XTX, which would be their like TI equivalent cards. Okay. Um, and if they took, uh, and, and if they released a 6900 XTX, that card would all, probably all take the top benchmark spot in all 3d mark applications. Wow. Um, wow. So awesome. That's probably why the 3090 Ti exists. Well, I mean, that's really cool because I want to see Radeon like come out the game. Now, here's the weird problem with that, right? In yeah. nearly every actual gaming benchmark and in nearly every productivity benchmark, the 3090 is a better card. Right. For some reason, 3D Mark just really favors how AMD's architecture is. Uh, yeah. And doesn't, so, um, yeah, isn't AMD got like cool shit like, uh, what do they call it? They always got like a buzzword thing. The way they like do memory and shit, like it's different. Um, uh, yeah, I don't remember. Smart, uh, Sam, you talking about Sam Maybe. Smart Access Memory? Yeah, I don't think Smart Access Memory's out yet. Okay, I mean, or less Smart. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, you have resizable bar now too, right? Like, does your motherboard support resizable bar? I don't even know, dude. You have it enabled. <laughs> How do I know? Do you have GPU-Z on your computer? That's uh, GPU-Z. Apparently not. Uh, hold on. Let me, let me just pull it, but resizable bar. Hold on. Let me get GPU-Z and I'll tell you. I'm surprised I didn't <laughs> have it already. I probably yeah, do like a weird version of it or something. Or go. actually, I think I... I sent you a screenshot so like we can compare GPU-Zs, dude. Okay. So, yeah, let me pull that. That. Okay, I got my GPU Z up. I'm gonna hold on. 
Let me download the image as I share the podcast. Is that cool? Yeah. Actually, uh, I, w- I, w- I want to point something out here really quickly, too. Um, if you pull up my GPU-Z. Yeah, one second. I'm pulling it. Putting it on my desktop. All right, so here's yours. Yeah, so... so if you, yeah, perfect. So like, if you can make this a little bit bigger, and, and and I'll try to like vocally explain it to you for those of you who are listening. Right. I got it pretty video. zoomed in, yeah. Yeah. So like, if you see my memory bandwidth, right? That's that's one thousand three gigabytes per second. So I'm already at their one terabyte per second threshold bandwidth of the thirty ninety Ti with my overclock on a thirty ninety. And what's interesting about that too is I run a hundred percent power limit. So, uh, and, and that's just because it, it runs cooler, right? Like my new build, I'm back to the like standard Strix cooler. Mm. And that card isn't really designed to be run at a 123% power limit on the stock cooler. Like it's really neat that yeah. they gave you a card that if you put it underwater, you can get more out of it. Um, right. but when I was underwater, like that was way higher. Like that was probably closer to like, uh, maybe like 1040. Okay. Um, so, uh, which at this point, like memory bandwidth and gaming is a little bit negligible. Like it helps obviously, but like right. you obviously want to push a core clock first and then when that's stable, then you start your memory clock. Yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> on air, I, I guess my point is I'm already at that one terabyte per second threshold that they're right. advertising on the 3090 TI. So I don't really expect a whole lot in terms of performance gains from the 3090 TI, you know? Right. So, but yeah, dude, if you look on the bottom, <sighs> right, so it says resizable yeah, bar. Mine's disabled, dude. So check this um, out. This is mine, dude. Oh my god, what it looks noob, so much dude. worse. What a new look at dude. this. It's uh, it's disabled and like that ten gigs of memory compared to your twenty four, dude. Oh my god. Yeah, dude. Look at your pixel fill rate, dude. Whoa, what are you doing? And your texture fill rate, dude. What card is that, dude? Is oh that my a, god, dude. Like flop that a GT seven thirty, like, dude. Oh my god. Hold on. Let me pull yours back in. I just want to like. I just want to look at a good card for a minute. Oh my god. Like look flopping that. back and forth. It's like. Yeah, dude. Uh, it goes from good to bad. I should have got a thirty ninety, dude. What? What was I doing? Dude, literally, I I, I I offered to sell this one to you. <laughs> he did. He did. And I was like, well, yeah, but, you know, no. And, like, now I'm going to get a 3090 tie, dude. Yeah, we'll see, dude. No, Good luck really. with that. I'm not. Because, like, I'm waiting yeah. for, like, the, the 4,000 series. series. Yeah. yeah. I need yeah. to be, like, I um, need a chunk of, of performance boost. So, and I'll probably go uh, with a 90 card for that gen, like a 4090. So because, after stream. Yeah. After stream. Uh, you definitely want to enable your bar. So how do I do that? Is it like a motherboard um, thing? Like, it's a BIOS. It's so a BIOS. Can you tell me and the podcast what why I need to do that? <laughs> sure. Um. So we were talking about that like uh that like buzzword stuff like mm. SAM like smart access memory and if you remember like AMD had like a a whole um a whole like presentation on what smart access memory is right. Okay. And I think essentially what resizable bar is in terms of like the actual definition uh is it basically just allows the uh it's it's basically a, a PCIe like interface technology, right? Right. And uh uh your VRAM and stuff is constantly moving textures around, you know, sending as many, you know, stuff from the CPU to GPU transfers. Right. Whereas like uh resizable bar uh instead of doing like a request as needed process, um, it can, it can access the entire frame buffer as if multiple requests were made. Okay. Um, so trans, so like transfers can, 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 uh, can like happen like concurrently rather than queuing. Oh, so yeah. it's more like, it's more like it can access memory. Um, it can access system shared memory 
in 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 almost like an out of order paralyzation instead of having to pull it in. Well, that like sounds single, good because it sounds like I'm good. getting yeah, rid yeah. of uh, a bottleneck. You are, you are, and like, it. and like AMD points that pointed that out in like their big thing, right? So, so essentially, like AMD made this big thing about Sam. Right. And then, if you remember, there was like a little drama that was like, "Oh, what do you mean? Like, that's so great that AMD has it, you know?" Yeah. And, um, okay. Uh, Nvidia was like, "Yeah, we can do that too," and then for saying we can do that too, they got even more like uh like a blowback because they're like, wait a minute, you guys had this and you just didn't do it. Yeah. So like, that's true. So like, that's what I mean about them being like a shitty company. Right. Like, yeah. So like, uh, anyway, like, like here's a good example. Like this is just, just like a basic one I found online. If you want to pull it up. So like the red is with, um, resizable bar off. And then the purple is with resizable bar on like, obviously at like certain resolutions and like, and like, obviously the better your card, the better the performance is going to be. Right. But like, that's literally 10 FPS. For, for, for like, free, for free, for, basically for for switching a, a toggle in BIOS. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, so no. like, yeah, yeah, dude, that's some scummy shit, dude. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I swear anyway. to God, it's like these companies like hold this shit to their chest so they can reveal it when they need it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, we could do this, but let's wait until AMD come out with some shit, and then we'll be like surprise. Yeah, uh, that's pretty much what happened. Um, it's dirty, it's bizarre world, but um. Yeah, man. Like, it's what it's, it is. It's dirty. It's really, really weird. Yeah, dude, it's super weird. Pisses um, me off, but what can you do? It gets even funnier because uh, uh, obviously, like, certain games are going to be a little bit different. You know what I mean? Right. Like, uh, like, 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 I'm just trying to find like different graphs for people. Uh, you know, like for example, in Death Stranding at 4K, you gain uh, nine FPS. You know, some is like two or three, but still, it's it's well, it's once almost you go always higher res, yeah. you're getting. Yeah like less typically um Uh, but it's still like you need all the frames you can get at higher res still you know because it's like you're right it's the most demanding so every frame counts yeah you know what i mean especially at 4k like if like i don't think many people are gaming at 4k unless you're like running a 3080 or better yeah uh, like 2080 ti maybe like i remember that was like the first card where you could say 4k gaming is kind of okay it's yeah it works it works works, but like Um, not with ray tracing though but like yeah. it works with rasterized games. I do want to add that if any of, of our listeners are looking for it, I believe it's only it's only Zen three, uh, so like Ryzen five thousand series, yeah, on the on the AMD side, and it's Intel tenth, eleventh, and twelfth gen that supports resizable bar because it's a PCIe technology, right? So like the chipset has to support it. Okay. Um, so like uh, Zen two, like like if you have like a thirty nine hundred XT or a ninety nine hundred K. Right. Won't have resizable bar on those platforms. Yeah, so I guess there is partial reason to upgrade your actual uh, motherboard yep. and stuff, right? Yep. Um, you know, I, I think for a lot of people, I I always tell them like, well, you probably can get away with holding onto your CPU for three to five years, but there are advancements that happen. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. You for know, sure. And, and like you don't want to miss out on some of them, but uh, you know, uh, most people it probably don't matter on the CPU front. Like they can get a GPU and get like substantial improvements, but yeah, the the CPU, maybe not so much. I'd say with 12th gen, like if you haven't upgraded in, in a while, like 12th gen Intel is like where it's at. The modern the AMD go, is sure. good. For if sure. you are, have go. like, I still have a lot of friends that are anti Intel. You know, they're weird, dude. Well, yeah, they 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 a little weird, but you know, I think what it is is over the many many years, everyone's looked at Intel as the expensive option. So, yeah, that's true. That's you know, true. I mean. It, Intel definitely costs 
a decent amount. Yeah, you pay more, uh, but yeah. I think you get more. So to me, yeah. it's like, well, pay more, like, and get more. You know, um, pay more, dude. And, and and once I like, I remember when I finally went to Intel for the first time, I was liberated. Like, I was like, this feels great. Like, uh, I had so many issues with AMD. I just went through went through uh like this was back when like bulldozer was coming out and shit sure uh and like you know back back then and then like i had i went to intel after that after like they kind of failed me with bulldozer and everything like that kind of sucked uh but yeah like uh i always had issues with uh, amd's performance until you know recently when they right. started to come out and now intel's back on top so kind of cool i love what they're doing but like the biggest thing intel's got going on right now is what they're doing with Windows uh, 11. And oh, oh, yeah, uh, dude. I mean, we, we kind of talked about it a bit on the last podcast. A lot, yeah. I, I, I mean, so now, good, I'm, now I'm yet farther into my my uh, experience on Windows 11, and, and it just feels so good, right? Like, I can't really vouch for people who have Windows 11 with non-redirected processors. Right. But um, it's a really nice experience, right? Like, even for, like, daily tasks, right? And, like, I'm not shitting on my MacBook because I love my MacBook. I really do. Like, right. It's still probably... I, I, I still prefer Mac OS. I, I'm just to be straight. I, yeah. I still prefer Mac At an OS, OS level. But if, um, like, if Windows works well, it's great. But, like, I think a really good example is I would purposefully not edit photos or do like normal PC related tasks on my windows PC. I just wouldn't do it. Right. You know, like if I was paying bills or checking email or doing something like that. Right. I just want to do it on windows and I just grab my MacBook. If I was editing photos, I would grab my MacBook. Right. Um, and like the, uh, the, like, you know, like doing normal PC tasks, like paying bills and checking email and stuff. is kind of like a, 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 a meaningless task. Right. But like, the fact that, that I would have to, you know, turn on my computer and wait for it to boot and load into Windows and then open up Firefox, you know, whereas with my MacBook, I literally just open the lid and it's ready to go. Right. You know, right. so that's why those tasks were kind of relegated to the MacBook. That wasn't really a problem of like Windows 10 or Windows 11. Um, but just like, you know, like importing and exporting photos and still having usability of my machine is so much better on Windows 11 than it was on, on, on my Windows 10 machine with uh, my 3900 XT. Right. Uh, so, so I'm back to enjoying editing photos again on my Windows-based machine. Yeah, I mean that's great, man. I mean, and, and it's not like it's bad. You know, the win Windows is good. No, it's, it's not just, bad at uh, all. Yeah. You know what? I, I think I'm gonna do uh, is I will go Windows 11, but I'm gonna wait until I do the big PC upgrade. Yeah. So uh, it's like a whole new experience. Yeah. Exactly. I'll, it'll be like completely world. fresh. You know, I'll have a new. Whole new world. <laughs> And it'll be it'll be good because like right now like my Windows 10 build is kind of set like I I don't want to mess with anything I got like a lot sure. of weird stuff installed that like I'm not sure if I could get it you're running. weirdo dude yeah I, I'm I'm a weirdo dude I got like like a bunch of weird software that like once you install it and you got everything pointed to the right directories yeah. and everything no, it's like oh my I know God. what you mean like um I'm kind of that way with like Mac right like I'm yeah. scared to death to get a new Mac I want a new Why? Mac and I'll get a new Mac. Because I have so many like little quirky like I, like dude, BSD I, stuff installed on Mac, I right? literally like, more just so than like, Windows. Yeah, but Time Machine restored to your new Mac. Yeah, but like I've I did know, fresh that. installs are so clean, dude. Well, you know my my I, my Mac OS install never felt dirty compared um, to Windows. Like I'm sure it does fair. get bloated, but mine, like I don't. I've never felt dirty, but yeah. like I think a really good example is like 
when I started doing like video and photo stuff for work, yeah, and before I had a work MacBook, I did everything for work on my personal Mac. You know what I mean? Yeah, so like, okay. it still has like that like you got work, work stuff. personal. Yeah, dude. Like, I, I don't want it. that on the next one, dude. The next one's just me, dude. You know? Yeah, so, I get you. Uh, I get you. But like, I use Cask a lot. I use that uh, Pixel Resizer a lot. Yeah. Uh, Cask is something that I I, I couldn't live without. I what use is Alfred. Cask? Hold on. I have Alfred set up the uh, Alfred's the a way. search thing. Right. Right. Uh, Cask. Cask is like a command line, like BSD based, uh, like file. Just spelled how it sounds. Archive system. Like, how is this? Like Cask, like beer cask. Oh, okay. Like if you just type Cask Mac OS, it'll come right up. I'm just, I'm trying to look it up just to. Uh, the the basic way I can put it is it basically allows you to run like apt get on oh, Mac OS. Okay. Yeah, I see that. Okay, okay. So, yeah, okay. But 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 like what's super cool, right? Is like nearly every application that you would use is on there. So like you can just do like cask yeah. slash up. Like Element is on there, right? And then it'll just update everything on your computer, right? Like you won't you, know, you have to download anything. Yeah, dude. Like that's why I use it, right? That's very powerful. So like, even Element. So like so like Al- Alfred's on there. Elements on there. Firefox is on there. Um, you know, like things like uh, Capture One is on there. So like you can just do what? like cask up, and then it'll just. It'll just are do you it serious? in the background. Yeah, how? dude. Like, like you know how like Pi Hole Up runs, dude? Like, like it runs just like that. It's the same exact thing. Oh, my God. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. That's super cool. Wow, dude. Can you, like, have multiple things, like, in a list, and it'll just... Yeah, you can. Yeah. You just oh, yeah. be, like, a... You can have, like, your default, like, uh, almost script. You just run it. You're, yeah. No, dude. And it just was... Yeah. And it's got all your apps, like, deployed yeah, within seconds. Yeah, dude. It's like, it's like command line night night and, like, APT get. Yeah. All in one unique. That's cool. And, like, man. It, it, it just Here's runs in terminal. The, uh, so, like, you always have it. It doesn't have any sort of, like, uh, you know, clunky user interface. It's it, super lightweight because it's just built into, it, it's just built off of BSD. I don't know if I'm BSD, on the right spot. You know? Is this what I'm yeah, looking that's it, at that's here? It, that's it. Yeah. And I'm just seeing, like, yeah. it's, like, everything. Yeah. Those are just some samples, obviously, Alfred, but boy. yeah, I don't have Alfred yet. Don't you got to pay for that? It's a one-time fee, so it's something you would buy. If you oh, okay, so you just get it and then you're done. Yeah. If, as long as it's not yeah. a subscription, I don't care. Nope, it's a one-time fee. Yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm okay with one-time fee stuff, dude. Uh, and like, um, it. if you're interested in Alfred, I I would recommend watching the Snazzy Labs video on it. Yeah, I've uh, watched him. He, will, he, he goes over a lot of great. He Mac would OS. explain Alfred way better than I could, and he also has a video on Cask as well. Oh, okay, that's yeah. probably where you got it. It was where I got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. got like some really cool ways uh, he uses Mac OS. I like, yeah. I love watching those videos where he goes over like, you know, I use these weird programs and they're really awesome, right. and I got to tell you about right. them. And I'm just like, yeah, dude, I'm hyped about this. Those are the best videos. They're like 45 minutes long. I so know like, they're like they're like some of his best work. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah, did you see his new studio? He, he made yeah, a video I don't. I, I really don't like it. Yeah, it's awesome kind here. of uh, it's got like a weird officey vibe to it. Yeah, like but it part of work. what made Snap like like you and I always talked about like how like Snazzy had like the best studio setup. And yeah, I feel like he doesn't have that anymore. Well, it used to be like you know? really moody and kind of dark, but like yeah. it's it had a vibe, and like now he's going into that that more like Apple-y kind of bright room like wood. Like, yeah, I, but it's like, but not quite. It's like what he said, dude. It's like high school lab yeah. wood, like yeah. that wood that like you would never want in your home. I know, like that wood that seems like it's always like 
painted with chemicals. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. It's weird. Well, he's probably, you know, I'm sure they're going to work on it, right? Like, I hope they're going to work on it, dude. I do too, because I want to see, I like his videos a lot because they're just, I don't know, I like him. So, um, you know, and and he puts out like really good uh, Apple content, uh, you know, base content. So I like him. He does, dude. But yeah. I have to watch this the best iPhone ever video yet. I didn't watch it. The tier list. Yeah, he did like an uh, iPhone tier list. Yeah, I watched it, but it was kind of like one of those things that was like on a, on the TV while I was playing the Pokemon game on the Switch. And, uh, yeah, so I was kind of like half watching it, just kind of like, oh, that's funny. He put that there, you know. So speaking of, I heard you finally bit the bullet and bought a Switch OLED. Yeah, I, I did. You know, I, uh, oh, man, I got a little bit of a story. So I, I might have told you already, but I'll tell the podcast. So, you know, I was, uh, uh, you know, the new Pokemon game just came out like last Friday or something. Pokemon Legends Arceus. It was like on the, uh, maybe, uh, yeah, it, it was last Friday, yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm excited to play it. And I was gonna, you know, play it on emulator, but then, so I tried it out uh, on my PC and, uh, before I buy it, cause I wanted to do the try before I buy. And sure. I played enough of it to realize, yeah, I want to give this a shot. And plus it's kind of like a little jank on PC. Cause you know, the way emulators work with modern a stuff, a little jank, it was still good, but it was a little jank yeah. and I had to do like hard work to make it work well. Um, I had okay. to like download okay. like a shader cache, like, yeah. Yeah, it was complicated. But anyway, I ended up deciding to buy it on uh, the Switch. And I was like, well, if I'm going to play it on the Switch, I want to play it on the OLED Switch, right? Like, and then I went on, um, I was like, well, maybe I can go out and get one today. You know, like this was on Saturday. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking this. And because I hadn't bought the game yet. And I was like, all right, well, let me look. And I saw that my local GameStop had like three in stock. And it was set for like same day delivery if i bought local it local game stop dude yeah but the i didn't get it though long story short my credit card was wigging out and by the time i fixed it i had to be on the phone with them and stuff by the time i fixed it um i it was out of stock i was so okay. mad so i ended up buying it on amazon you actually helped me with that and it's coming it'll be here on saturday according to amazon so it's sold out on amazon now by the way yeah so you helped me actually because it was uh it was in stock but like only the uh inflated sellers when i looked at it uh had it in stock but then you looked at it and you're like dude it's right here i was like what there it is dude you're like yeah it's right here prime or whatever i was like what so I'm delivery, dude. Yeah. Did it ship yet? Like, is it like a, um, a yeah, shipment? it shipped, and it's right. uh, I All got right. tracking and stuff. So we're good then. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be getting it, but yeah, it's coming from California, so it's like okay. Um, and I don't know how they're shipping it or whatever, but I'll have it in hand. So I'm excited because nice, I've been playing. I already beat like Pokemon, the Pokemon game, dude. Like I you literally beat, you beat Arceus already. Yeah, Arceus. Yeah, Arceus? Ar- it's Arceus it or good? Arceus. It was really good. Um, you were like, oh, this game's going to suck, dude. You were like well, so against it. I was 50-50, dude. Like I was excited about what the game could be from a gameplay right. perspective because it was a completely different concept. Like the uh, Pokemon company and Game Freak decided we're going to do things differently than we've done with every other Pokemon game, which is obviously very exciting uh, as a mm. Pokemon fan. Like I've played basically every Pokemon generation. Sure. And so I was like, yeah, I want them to change it up, dude. It's been the same thing for like how many years has Pokemon been around? So right. like it's been along a, a long dude, time. It's been forever. Like like <laughs> I don't know, like twenty some years or some shit. So So I heard that like you can throw like two Pokeballs at the same time and you don't have to like like weaken things. Yeah, exactly. Base. So you can just chuck the balls at the Pokemon like and Chuck balls, dude. You just chuck, chuck them, em. dude. You have to craft them and then you chuck them 
and then they hit them and then maybe they're caught. They might break out. If they break out, they might run away. They might want to fight you. If you weaken them, do you have a better opportunity? Yeah, yeah. Some people, uh, some Pokemon are really strong and like they'll just uh, resist being caught. So you have to battle them, weaken them, and then catch them the traditional way. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. I love the catching in this game. You know what's fascinating is this game really wants you to catch every one of them, dude. Like catch them yeah. all. Legit. Got to catch them all. And like not just one of each type. It wants really? you to catch like five of one five Pokemon. Pokemon. Actually, dude. I think five. the max you can do is 25, and then you complete like the the little challenge it gives you. So like... Uh, yeah, to complete your Pokedex, you can't just catch a Pokemon and then have it completed. You have to do tasks to fill in and do the oh. research on each Pokemon. So to research a Pokemon... So there's a lot of gameplay in there. There, Yeah, you got to catch the Pokemon an X amount of times. Sometimes it's like catch this many without being seen. So you'd be like in the grass... Like, you're like, I'm the one in the tall grass this time, motherfucker. I'm sneaking I'm up. the one in the tall grass. Yeah, and you you're... listen to yourself talk <laughs> I'm in the grass, bitch. And then you throw <laughs> the ball, and you catch them, and you're like, yes. Uh, I'm so, in the grass, bitch. And then, like, some of them are, like, battle X amount. And then some sure. of them is, like, uh, use a super effective move against them X amount of times. So there's tasks you to do. And as you complete them, once you get 10 completed tasks, you, you'll complete the Pokedex entry. And, like, you have to complete the Pokedex to rank up. You're in, like, this organization. They're, like, survey team, survey core. And what you have to do is uh, rank up uh, your star ranking all the way from 0 to 10 stars. And depending on how much you progress the Pokedex, you'll get... Uh, you'll rank up and the cool thing about ranking up is you get more rewards more money and you'll also it's kind of like gym badges uh equivalent because like in the old games you had eight gems and every gem you beat you got new stuff unlocked and you could like it's like pokemon up to this level will obey you it's the same thing with the stars so you you need to get uh, i think to beat the game you got to get to at least five stars i was at like six stars when i beat it so it's uh, at least the main kind of like story. The story doesn't end when you beat it. Like after credits sure. roll, there's like post game, and then you have to beat the post game. So that's where I'm at. I'm still in the post game, but the post game, let's just uh, summarize it. Okay. Um, I have to catch them all right now. So oh, you, you so, so you're making good progress. Yeah. So I've I beat the game. It took me over thirty hours. I've been playing it. So wow. I've kind of been binging it. And uh, uh, my my recommendation of it, like I'm not going to do a full blown review here, uh, but I'll give you a quick summary. Okay, yeah, give me give me the rundown. The rundown dude. is it's a it's a Pokemon unlike any other. The graphics they kind of suck, but they're better than I thought they were going to be because like the screenshots you okay. saw that were kind of the memes. Yeah, like are like the worst possible. So case it's like scenario. that water one that like everyone's been tossing around, like against like. Uh, oblivion or whatever yeah yeah versus oblivion that's like the worst case scenario and like i never felt like it looked that bad no in the game because the screenshot looks pretty yeah i think the game does look bad and in some areas it looks terrible like it does some weird pixely weird shit around like outlines around stuff at times and i'm like that shouldn't look like that that's like a weird ugly oversight i wish they would have fixed it so there's definitely some laziness on the graphics department but the gameplay makes up for it for me okay um you know obviously i'm a pokemon fan but i've been critical of what they've done over the years and i but with that being said i had a lot of fun with this one and i want to keep playing it so 
Really? I think That's that good. the the uh, if I had to recommend something, I wish they had multiplayer in a bigger way. They really don't have any multiplayer in this. Not even battles. Like not like not not, not like what the you can, shield had? No, you can do trade. You can trade other players, but you cannot even battle other players online. Wow. So wow. there's like Is that something coming in the future or are they just like well, no, we're done we're not doing that? I know that they've said they're not doing it, but I'm really curious if they'll come out with like DLC or something in the future, maybe okay. an expansion because sure. Um, I think that this game's selling really well and I think Game Freak would be dumb not, not to, to not to right. expand it in some way, whether it be in an expansion and then add multiplayer components to that. I think that sure. that would be the ideal solution, but I don't know. I think it's worth a pickup though if you're a Pokemon fan. I am, um, I am. It's just a bad time, right? Like, yeah. I feel like usually like November is the time when you get hammered with games, but like it seems oh, like dude. it's now, right? Dude, early this year we knew it was going to hit hard because all yeah. the games are coming out. I know we got buddies trying to get Dying Light too. I got it, dude. I'm ready to yeah, go. You're ready. To, isn't that Can like I this? Uh, it, Friday? I don't know. Friday, right? Friday. I got dude. friends wanting to play that. I don't know if I'm playing I it yet. I can preload it, dude. I'm preloading. Do it. Preloading I have right to watch now, some dude. reviews and make a decision. But, like, I might get it. I don't even know. I don't even know. I might get it. Maybe I'll be done with Pokemon and bored. And I'm not done with Monster Hunter, though. I'm still wanting to play it. But uh, Let's play Monster Hunter, dude. Let's play tomorrow. Yeah. We can still play Monster Hunter. Play tomorrow. Dying, yeah, we can do that. Uh, Dying Light, though, it's looking like I'll probably get it. But we'll see. It's fun, man. It's fun. Good game. Good time. Yeah. But, like, Elden Ring's coming, too. I still don't know if they're going to fix that uh, exploit you talked about. I don't know, man. Uh, like, remote code execution is pretty scary. It's been two weeks now, I think, that yeah. their uh, uh, FromSoft's uh, multiplayer has been down on, like, all their games. At least the ones that... Uh, yeah, it's bizarre, isn't it? Like, I yeah. don't know, like... So, like, um... I don't know how, like, difficult it would be for them to change the netcode in Elden Ring, though. Well, I'm not sure where the vulnerability exists and how they would patch it. I don't know enough about it. Okay. All I know is, is like they have to fix it, right? Like Elden Ring is coming. I know a lot of people on Steam are talking about like, yo, maybe we should cancel our pre-orders until they like guaranteed have this shit fixed. And I'm like, maybe yeah. you're right. Maybe I cancel and then just uh and then just wait, you know? And wait, then because yeah. like I don't want to give them my money knowing everything's broke. Why would I, I do that? I did not pre-order it yet. So Okay. I did not um, bring it. Yeah, I don't know. I I pre-ordered it because I love 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 Dark Souls now. I do apparently. too. Like 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 I I was going to pre-order it to be honest with you. I was just going in like an order, right? So like I am buying the game. I'm gonna buy. Uh, I'm gonna buy uh, Dying Light. All right, I'm gonna buy Monster Hunter. All right, I'm gonna be a Lost Ark because that comes out next. You know. Yeah. Uh, we say Lost Ark. Yeah, that's that uh yeah, that, like, MMO really kind of Diablo MMO looking that thing. People are like, well, it's, over, it's like the best yeah. game ever made. I it's mean, overwhelmingly I, I mean, like, positive. Yeah. On Steam, yeah, I watched like, the video you showed me. It was good, Amanda. right? I was like, looks yo, good, check it? this out. Yeah, it looks really good. Yeah. So it's interesting because, like, I'm going through, like, the comments on Steam for Elden Ring, and people are like, what I think is I'll be playing this game offline for the first 90 playthroughs anyway. No way, dude. Like, to me, I love I love the online experience. And I, here's the thing. I, I respect that. I think that playing through a FromSoft game, like, solo is like really awesome, right? Like, cause that you beat everything yourself. You don't feel like you sure. had help or anything. Right. Uh, so it's like, I think that's an achievement. I think that's good. And I, I'll probably do that a lot as well. But, um, 
Yeah, I don't know, man. I I kind of want to play it with my friends. I kind of want to be able to like like PVP. I'm not really so into it until like I've beat the game and everything. So I don't really care about that. Okay. But like some of my favorite things about Dark Souls is the notes on the ground, like seeing like people's little notes. Oh, scribbled. like uh, like the trolley boy notes. Yeah, I love the trolley yeah. ones. Sometimes you get helpful ones. I sure. it just makes me feel like especially because you're, you're Dark, part of a bigger world, like a living world, right? It, it's true. And Dark Souls is such a dark and gloomy place to be. Anyway, it kind of just like takes that edge off a little bit that makes it like easier for me to get through the game. You know what I mean? Cause it's just like such a stressful game with how hard it is at times that like, it, like that playful nature of other players kind of just like being trolly, just like is lighthearted en- enough to like, I don't right. know, get me through the stress, I guess, you know? So I, sure. and, and like, you also see like little phantoms walking around. Those are other players, right? right they like right, look, right. look like little ghosts and, and you can see him like walking around and stuff and you just, I don't know. It's just something, something about that. I really enjoy and not having that in Elden Ring would just make me sad. So especially the first weeks of the game when everyone's going to be jumping on there and you're going to just see everybody running around and like, um, you know, and, and then to see the early invaders and stuff wanting to troll you, I th- it's just going to be fun, right. dude. I want to be there for the good. launch of the game. So they better get their multiplayer, uh, together yeah we'll see right we'll see yeah for sure um so let's talk about our main topic of the day dude all right uh which was bungie being bought by sony yeah this is interesting for 3.6 billion dollars which seems like nothing compared to the activision purchase yeah that was like what like that was a comic seven yeah it it was like it was like 69 billion or some crazy shit yeah, which is funny because didn't Bungie was owned by Activision for a bit, like right? They were under Bungie was under Activision for like a, a hot. Oh minute. yes, they were. Yes, they were because they were on the the Battle.net launcher. Yeah. Um. So it was funny because you know they did that. So just rewind a little bit. They they were under Microsoft for a bit, right? Made Halo. And then eventually right. it was like, we want our independence. This is just a little history lesson for those that don't know. And they were like, we want our independence. They gave Microsoft the Halo IP uh, in an agreement where they could separate and become independent. So, okay, that happened. Microsoft made 343 Studios, and they put sure. Halo under that. And then all the Bungie guys, they started working on their next project, which ended up being Destiny. And, uh, and I think they might've made some other stuff too. I don't know. Don't, don't quote me on that. Cause I don't really know, but I know destiny was the big one and they made destiny one. It came out. I didn't play it. I want to be honest. Uh, one? Destiny, destiny one, like I didn't play okay. the OG one, uh, destiny two. At some point they got picked up. Uh, they went with Activision cause they wanted more funding, but they, they kept claiming like we keep our creative freedom and independence. But we need some funding, so we're going to get, go with uh, Activision. Then they split with Activision for a bit, became independent, and now Sony comes in and grabs them. So what do you think, man? What do you think? Uh, it's pretty funny. I didn't read too much about Sony's intentions for, for, for Bungie. Do you? Um. So what uh, – well, here's the thing. Like, like is I'm Destiny a, 3 or whatever – or are, are they going to force I don't think Bungie we're getting another it? Destiny. I think it's just Destiny, like, 2. 2 forever? Yeah. Well, like, well, like, here's why I asked that, right? Because apparently Destiny 1 was built with certain limitations in mind. Um, and then when Activision bought Bungie, um, Activision forced Bungie to make a new Destiny. Ooh. So I don't know if Sony will pull a similar move. 
Like the reason we have a <laughs> like like you could look this up. The reason why we have a Destiny two is because Activision said, No, you're making a new game. Yeah. Really curious if that was the case. Because if that is the case, maybe they will make it best Destiny three. Yeah. Who knows? And honestly, I wouldn't uh I wouldn't be too upset about that. I think it's fine. But right. you see what they've been doing with Destiny two where they've had like these routine releases of new content. But sure. the, the problem with that is they've been locking out old content, I'm pretty sure. Like, wasn't yeah, that so, the criticism? So like, yeah, like, I don't know what it, what it exactly is. So, like, my, my, my intel might be wrong on this, but the baseline premise is the same. But something in the Destiny engine can't exceed X value. Um, So, in order for them to add new content, something has to go. Like, it seems bizarre to me. That's apparently what's happening. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't understand that either. But like I guess I can understand the perspective that if they keep balancing, patching and changing the game, like they'd right. have to constantly tweak old content to make sure it still works. You know what I mean? See, I thought it was just a, an engine limitation. It could be. I have no idea. But like I I don't know. I think it's kind of stupid though that players that oh, pay for stupid. content get locked out of that content. Yeah. Right, like you you bought the game in the state that you bought it, and then sure, the game sure. changed. It's like games as games as a service games, like World of Warcraft and things like that. They've changed over the years, but typically it's just been an additive thing, except for maybe like when Cataclysm remade the world and stuff. But like, you know, they still tried to keep like the the OG stuff around, uh, even if it was remade right. a little bit. Right, right, right. Um, so I don't know. It's just so weird. Because uh, I'm not paying a monthly fee for Destiny 2. so But it's still this games-as-a-service sort of like philosophy where they keep taking away content as they add new content, but you got to pay for the new content. Oh, psych, you lost the old content. Gone. You got to pay yeah. for it. You want the new content, dude. I'm sorry, your content just dried up. Pay up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. It's right. like a subscription model, but not really, but it is because you have yeah. to pay to play. You know, so I don't know. I, I think that uh, here's the thing with Bungie that, you know, they they've claimed they want to take over the world. They want to be independent. They want to. This is kind of like the Bungie motto or whatever. Yeah. Old, right. And, you know, and it's not what they're doing at all. No, so. it's weird. I know that the Verge article here that you sent me, it's kind of funny because they they're like Microsoft has Halo. Um, Epic has Fortnite and Sony doesn't have anything. So they were like, Destiny, let's take it. But, you know, the yeah. weird thing is, if that's the case, uh, it doesn't really match up with what Bungie's saying about the acquisition, where they, they want to remain multi-platform. They want to remain to be available, uh, uh, you know, widely available. But like, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't they say they want to remain multi-platform in Destiny 2? Like, didn't they specifically say Destiny 2? Well, in your in the article, it just says the uh, future of Destiny... Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because if it is Destiny Two uh, exclusive, I saw yeah, a different it says article. Destiny Two will yeah. remain multi-platform. Yep. But that's you know. Yeah. So, so I so guess if there is a Destiny, Destiny 3, Three, not be that way. If that's the case, then that, if that's the case, you know, man, they can't yeah. say they lied. They said Destiny right. Two will correct, and and that's correct. <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. It's it's really weird. You know, it is weird. Sony hasn't had zero shooters. They had a couple, but they never really hit hard. You know Uncharted what I mean? is really good. Uh, yeah, but they don't have like, like a good multiplayer FPS, shooter. You know right. what I mean? Like a straight right. first person shooter. 
game. Like they had, what was that one game? See, I don't even remember the name of it. That used to be like Sony's kind of big one. It was like a mag. No, not, not mag, mag, not mag. It was a different one. Sci-fi resistance. Resistance. Yeah. Kill zone. Kill zone. Those were, those are names I remember. Yeah, but like um, these are mostly single player games, right? Like how many people are like, yo, dude, I'm playing Resistance Online. Well, I think when I got like a you know PS4, I mean? like Resistance I had like the new Online. Killzone game or something. Well, yeah, because there's a launch title. It looks yeah. really nice. Yeah, um, it did. So I, I picked it up. I played it online. It was kind of fun. But like yeah, it wasn't it, too bad it, online. It's not like it wasn't too bad online. nobody remembers it. Like I don't remember. Right. It. It's it's forgettable. It's like yeah. a generic we made a FPS sort of game yeah. and it's a launch title. It's like the only reason you remember it. You know what I mean? Right. So right. it wasn't like anything significant that's memorable and like groundbreaking. Yeah. yeah, so Sony hasn't really had a historical good FPS uh They haven't, dude. So this might be good for Sony. I don't know. It depends on how independent Dust, uh, Destiny actually stays. So, yeah, who knows, man? Who knows, right? It, it's a it's a bizarre world at this point. I want to be everyone's buying everyone. Hot take, dude. I mean, you're right about that, but um, I don't really care for Destiny, dude. I don't, I don't care for it. I want to like Destiny, like I really want to like Destiny, right? Like, yeah, I don't know, man. I like RPGs. I like shooters. Um, it's just it's just not fun. Every time I try to get into it, like. You you know what it is like. Here's my problem with Destiny. Okay, nothing you do matters. No, it doesn't feel. You like know what it I mean? Anyway, like you never feel yourself get stronger. Um, you, you can still do content. That, you can't like, die. Like yeah, because you like, just oh the, the the guardians can't die or whatever. Like it's weird, right? Like nothing and, and like, and then like a new expansion comes out and they basically just reset everything. Like right. like all power levels get normalized and stuff. All your light levels get normalized. So it's like oh. I so know. whatever gear I did get in the past, uh, yeah, I know, no longer me- means anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Well, it's like it's just like a MMO, right? Where like the yeah. new content comes out, it you know you uh, ten more levels, and then now all your shit's irrelevant. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's gonna happen in Monster Hunter when we end up uh getting the new DLC. Like our gear is gonna be immediately worse yeah. than yeah the like yeah. the starter gear in Master Rank when it comes, and it's like. Yeah hilarious yeah. like destiny's a little worse right like i'm, I'm sure someone yeah is, is, is gonna like nose up their glasses in the comments like that's not how it works or, i don't know or, somebody or, 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 or like give me a technical response because yeah i don't so, know so like essentially dude like um i have a friend who's like obsessed with destiny right and like he's been trying to get me to play it constantly and like all right i'll give it a shot you know like because again we gave it a shot like, yeah like the idea of destiny is cool right like we like rpgs we like yeah. we, 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 we like armor grinds we like first person shooters right um we like the halo universe you know like for so so he reeled me in because for bungie's fifth anniversary or you know, 10th anniversary is it mm. 20th anniversary something bungie's anniversary back in december um they were bringing in items from their other games and he's like yo if you sign into destiny now you can get a battle rifle in destiny yeah you told me about that and like i was like oh dude that sounds sweet yeah so so they drop you as soon as you start the game, right? So like right. this, this was their, this was my new player experience. Okay, right. They dropped me into the game, and immediately I was sent into the, in, into this event. Oh immediately my sent into the event. I I I couldn't get to a hub world. I couldn't see what my gear was. I literally fell into this event, and the <laughs> event was designed around like th- like a fire team, which is like three or four people. Right. Well, immediately the rest of my fire team left. 
So it was literally just me, uh, just, just just corpse running this entire thing. Right. It was the worst player retention experience I've ever had in any video game. Right. And like, apparently, it got so bad that like people who are new to Destiny, they they. They're, they're called blueberries because they have all blue gear yeah. instead of like epic gear so they call them blueberries so um uh the players actually had to make a campaign called save the blueberries where higher level players would just queue up so new players could complete the game and get to the actual game because it was uh, such a poor experience for a, for a returning player that's terrible dude I don't know why. So this is what really throws me off with Bungie and Destiny and Destiny 2 is like they've always done these missteps with the game. Yeah. Like I've always hear, heard people like complain on Reddit and, and other places like and people, to be honest, on these uh, whenever you go to like a games subreddit, like that's where typically people hate on it. Yeah, because the they're passionate about it. Because right? they're passionate about it. But yeah. I kind of understand that. So I, I kind of take everything you they say with, with a, a grain of salt and I kind right, of understand right. that. But like I it, think their criticisms it, it are very actually... valid. It could actually be a good indication, right? Because like, if there's enough people who are passionate about a product, that means that's a decent player base. Well, um, I mean, Destiny is big. Like, it's a yeah. big IP. You know, it's obviously a big deal. And I think the games look beautiful. Like, the art direction and design is very powerful oh, yeah. and strong. Yeah. I think the story is a little corny. Uh, whenever I see it, I kind of just throw They've up. They've woken dude. the hive. Yeah, uh, it just makes me sick. The everything yeah. makes me sick about it. It's just so corny, dude. Yeah, um, it's it's weird. And like the first one had like that really weird like where they tried to uh, incorporate every device you have into the game. You remember that? Oh no. Yeah, so like um if you were exploring the world, okay? Right. And like you found like an artifact, you would have to pick up an artifact and then go to the website under your profile to read that that like artifact to like read that lore piece. Oh my god! You couldn't read it in game. You had to use your no, cell phone. That's terrible. On like the app or like the website, right? Because they wanted like this like living world where they're like, oh, you know, like we envision this game where people are going to be playing the game. And they're going to collect all these lore articles, and then they're going to go to bed and go on their phone yeah. and read these lore articles in bed. Cool idea. But, like, give me the option to also read it right there in game or make it, like, an audio log that I can listen to while I'm playing. Like, don't only yeah. give me the option where I have to leave your game right. to learn more about it. Yeah. You know what I no, mean? That's so, like, good. that was kind of a, yeah, like, the that was kind of a miss for me. should stand on its yeah. own, and then the the auxiliary content should just enrich it. Right, right. right. It's like Halo, right? The games stand on their own, and then the books and stuff and the universe and all the expanded it, universe, yeah. it, it enriches it. So that's where I was, like... Destiny kind of just falls flat for me. Um, yeah, and like and and like again, so like I was having that problem com completing that mission, right? Yeah. And like that's what you get to do on like the battle rifle and like a bunch of stuff from yeah. like right. Um, there are other games. Like, uh, what's their first game? It's Escape. Uh, Mayhem? Mayhem? No, 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 no. Is it? It's Mayhem. I think it's. Mayhem, I think it's right? like starts with an M, but it's like uh, Marathon. 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 That's um, it. Yeah. So like you can unlock a bunch of stuff from those games. Uh, but it, 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 it was so hard to do. And like my friend who plays destiny, like religiously, mm. like, let me, let me give you a little example here of what I mean by religiously. If we go to, uh, so he has, he has, uh, 11, 1171 hours on destiny two. Um, is that, where is that reported theme? Because, like, he might have had more if he played uh, it off Steam, right? 
like because it right. was on Activision launcher for a bit. Oh, true. Yeah. So he yeah. probably has way more than yeah, that. Yeah. So 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 anyway, <laughs> I digress. Plays a ton of Destiny too. Um, I'm like I I'm not shitting on the game or anything, but yeah. like th- th- this is just why I don't think it's a game for me. Um, he has like probably some of the best gear you can get right now, or so he tells me. And like it, it I mean, it looks nice, right? Yeah. But like he was still kind of dying three, four, five, six times for these missions we were doing anyway that you right. were helping me out on. So it's like. Well, dude, you, you have like 44 hours invested this week alone. I know. And you're not that much stronger than I am. So, like, why am I doing this grind? You I know. know what I mean? That's true. Yeah, I know. The grind, I always felt like it just, it didn't make sense in, in a shooter yeah. like this. Like, like I've played games like Borderlands and stuff where I felt like it was okay. Sure, But, like, sure. I never really, I don't know. I just don't really jive with those games. I think it's because I came from a game like Halo where it wasn't, like, you had yeah. these bullet sponge enemies. Like, yeah, sometimes you get, like, a boss encounter that's spongy where right. they take a right. million hits to die. But, like, I don't know. It just – in Destiny, it feels even worse. Remember when we tried to play the game? Like, we – I think we just got, like, our CX48 4K boys yeah. or something. Yeah, we, we were like, Destiny on it. Let's play an like, HDR oh, game. Yeah. And we, like, ended up in some instance, like, it was supposed to be an easy one. And d- how many times did we do that boss fight over – and over and over oh and we just couldn't do it and we had a dude with us and he he was i was like how did this guy not leave us like yeah, we are dude. we are sucking so bad like we couldn't yeah. figure out like for the light i was like how are we supposed to beat this it was literally impossible yeah and it, it, everything in that game was a bullet sponge man yeah everything but yeah. like i was just like this doesn't make sense like how hard it it was like yeah. i was like so i have to grind like hardcore just to be able to do this um yeah. i don't know i just didn't i felt cheated and right. um now i get it too i don't you know, know man I it's like it. i want to have fun content like not grindy content i don't know right so like i don't know i just didn't really i love like some of the things with destiny i didn't really care for the story but like yeah it just didn't vibe with me is all i'm saying um but yeah interesting that they are been being picked up by sony but yeah. really it, i think it's the long game dude the uh, long con, dude. the long con, because Destiny Two will remain multi-platform. But if they, I think that yeah. they ha- gotta have plans for like Destiny Three. Yeah, they have to. They've. They, I, they I'm have pretty to. dang sure they said no to Destiny Three. But like we'll that's, we did. knew that we'll was see. bullshit. As soon right. as I heard that, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> I don't know, dude. But I don't really care because, like, yeah, I think Bungie's like, whatever, dude. Destiny, I don't care. I'm sure Sony will love it, but whatever. It, it'll be more of the same more so, the same i don't yeah. know so especially because they are remaining independent so right I don't care. right anyway dude what else we got to talk about dude i think uh i think that's pretty much it dude yeah, man, like, i think we're do you want to wrap it up is, do you got another topic i don't I, I i mean i think this is probably one of our more concise podcasts it needed you know? to be concise because like they're just honestly if there's not a lot of news dude we won't talk we won't talk yeah yeah like 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 we're not a filler, dude. We don't want to be Destiny, filler, dude. All content, all we're the way. We're not bullet sponges, dude. <laughs> so. All right, dude. Let me hit the uh, hit the old button. Anyway, thanks for watching and listening thanks to the Technostatic Podcast. You can watch us on YouTube if you're not already doing so to see the video version. If you want to listen to the audio one, we're on all your platforms from Apple Music, Google Music, Play, whatever. We're on Amazon. We're on Spotify. We're on your platforms, guys. Check us yep. out. Check out technesthetic.com. Check us out, dude. Where you can email us directly and give us suggestions and just say hi. And we'll see you guys next week on the podcast. Peace.